This episode is being brought to you by the Speak English with Tiffany Academy. If you are tired of trying to figure out what to study, if you want to get a better job but your English is holding you back, or if you feel stuck at the same English level and you don't know what to do, then the Academy is for you. When you join the Academy, you will get access to a 365-day English lesson plan created specifically for intermediate and advanced English learners. These 365 days of English lessons will cover English vocabulary, American culture, listening skills, fluency, idioms, expressions, and so much more. You will also be able to join a private community where you can practice what you learn with English learners from all around the world. So join today by going to www.speakenglishwithtiffanyacademy.com. Welcome to the Speak English with Tiffany podcast, a podcast especially created for intermediate and advanced English learners. In this podcast, you will hear natural English conversations, learn specific English tips and tricks, and also get to know many different ESL teachers. This podcast will take your English ability to the next level and help you to be more confident and more fluent when you speak in English. Are you ready? Well then, let's jump right in. Hey everyone, this is Teacher Tiffany and I want to thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. Now in today's episode, you are going to hear myself and Julie go over some of the expressions and vocabulary words from our last episode. We're going to help you expand your vocabulary and speak even more fluently about environmental problems. So I know you are going to enjoy this episode. Now, before we jump into the episode, I want to remind you about the weekly English words membership. That's right. Weeklyenglishwords.com. You see, each podcast episode includes tons of new vocabulary words, expressions, and idioms that are used by native English speakers. But you know, as an English learner, it's hard for you to know the correct meanings and how to use the words, expressions, and idioms properly. That's exactly why the Weekly English Words membership was created. As a member, after each podcast episode, you will find an entire section that includes video explanations for more than 25 words and expressions that were used during the episode. As a member, you will also be able to download a PDF that includes the definitions. When I say you won't find this anywhere else on the internet, trust me, I'm not lying. This is something you need if you want to truly speak English fluently and sound like a native English speaker. So again, you can go to www.weeklyenglishwords.com and start learning more today. Remember, the words and expressions will be heard in this episode and you can learn more about them by going to weeklyenglishwords.com. Now, are you ready for this episode? Well then, let's jump right into today's episode. Hey, Julie, how are you? Hi, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? That was new. I know, I, I had to switch it up. That. <laughs> I had to change it up on you a little bit. 
You did. I was caught off guard by that one. (laughs) You're welcome. I had to make sure you were were ready. Make sure you were ready. I'm awake. I'm here. I'm here. (laughs) No, guys, as you can see, we're in a good mood today. We are ready to (laughs) go over some words and expressions. Um, No, but yes, Julie, last time we talked about uh, the environment and we went over some environmental problems. And there were so many words and expressions that we used during our conversation. So uh, we picked five. Uh, do you want to say the five really quickly that we, we picked Yes, up? yes. Sure. So we talked about the environment, as Tiffany said. Um, and the five words and expressions are, number one, carpooling. Number two is conscious. Um, number three is sift through. Four is designated place or just the word designated. And five is climate change. Thank you so much. You read those so well. My pleasure. Amazing My pronunciation. Pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> Guys, uh, as you heard, so we're going to be going over these five uh, words and expressions. Um, but again, remember in the last episode where we talked about this topic, there were literally about 30 new words and expressions. So we're going to go over five. But if you guys want to learn the other words and expressions, all you have to do is go to weeklyenglishwords.com. Every single week for every episode, there are two episodes a week, uh, we go over new words and expressions in our conversation. And then teacher Julie has video explanations for all of them. So if you really want to improve your vocabulary, go to weeklyenglishwords.com. Now, Julie, are you ready to start? I'm ready. Let's jump right (laughs) in. All right. Number one is carpooling. So Julie, real quick, can you explain carpooling? What does the word carpooling mean? Yeah, carpooling is a funny word, actually, when you think about it. Um, But yes, carpooling, it means when people share one person's car um, and they can either be going to the same destination or you drop people off on the way. Uh, So let's say, for example, that Tiffany has a car and we carpool to work. Maybe she picks me up on the way to work uh, and maybe we work in the same office. So instead of me driving my car and her driving her car, we just share one car, basically. Yeah. That was such a great explanation. I have nothing to add to it, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, this is like a dictionary explanation. Yes, um, exactly. Honestly, that's exactly what it is. I was trying to think, though, if I had ever carpooled as an adult. No, because as an adult, when I had my job, I never lived in the same area as my coworkers. Um, but growing up, mm-hmm. I did carpool because my high school and my elementary school were far away from my house. So um they're my aunt and my uncle, not by blood, but like their church family, but their sons were a similar age. So I would ride with them to school and sometimes they would ride with us to come back home in the evening. So we would carpool to save gas. Um, so yeah, we did that often, but I know even for adults, it's very, very common, especially if you live in an area that is uh, highly populated um, and also they have a yeah. lot of traffic. People want to save money. Also helping the, pollu- helping the pollution kind of decrease in your area if you're carpooling. So yeah. Did you ever carpool yeah. as a kid? As a kid, no, because uh, my school was walking distance. Uh, I used to, yeah, I used to walk to school. Uh, it was about 
like seven minutes away oh, wow. and I used to rollerblade a lot as well so when nice. it wasn't snowing I would rollerblade to school nice. uh, so yeah no I didn't have to carpool and if we drove anywhere because I have three siblings yeah. so we would like fill the car up anyway so <laughs> yeah no there was no space for anyone else to carpool with us so no I didn't really um but it is quite a common practice in Canada carpooling and it's also encouraged yeah. there's a we have um a bus lane and yeah. a carpool lane so like if you carpool you can go in the bus lane and you can kind of skip past traffic basically nice. uh so it's encouraged the government encourages it so you can you can use the carpool lane like during rush hour yeah um to go to get to work and to get back from work and also a lot of people who live in like i'm from toronto which is the main city but a lot of people live in the suburbs around toronto yeah. Um, so a lot of people who live in the suburbs maybe carpool to the city together because it's different transit systems. So they usually carpool, park their car at like the train station or the bus station. Yeah. And then take public transit. So it is quite a common thing. Like there's a, a, a parking lot designated for um, people who carpool as well. So it's encouraged. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a good thing. I think it's a really good thing, honestly. Yeah. yeah. They have a park and ride thing here in America, uh, here in um, Maryland, America in general, actually. Uh, it's not necessarily carpooling, but park and ride. Oh, no, no, no. Actually, it is for both. Uh, if you want to take the metro, like the train, you can park it in a parking lot and then just take the train. But yeah. if you want to carpool with someone, you park in that parking lot and then ride with them. So, yeah, it is a very common practice here as well. It's very common. All right. The second one we looked at um, was conscious and conscious line was the actual phrase that came out when you were talking about like H&M has a clothing line where they kind of reuse products to make the clothes. So conscious was the word we were looking at. So what does conscious mean? So conscious um, is a really nice word, actually, because you can use it for many things. It's an adjective mm -hmm. and it means to be like aware of something to. Yeah, just to be aware and awake um, yeah. to something. So we use the word conscious also to talk about um, when we are like our health. So if you faint or if yeah. you pass out, you are unconscious. So you're alive, you're breathing, you have your vital signs, but you're not conscious. Um, so when you make conscious decisions or do things consciously, it's like you're aware of the consequences of what you're doing and you just think about it. So yes, in the last episode, I mentioned that um, some stores are more conscious of the environment. It mm -hmm. means they're aware of the pollution and the waste that they're producing. And H&M yeah. is an example. That's a big international um, franchise. Yeah. And they have a, a clothing line that is called like conscious I think. Yeah. Um, so it's actually labeled on the tag conscious, which means that this clothing line is made with the environment in mind or reducing pollution in mind. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, there was one episode where we were talking about health or maybe that was actually, no, it was from a YouTube video. I just thought about conscious when you were talking about like the conscious clothing line at, um, at H and M we say health conscious a lot too. I don't know if yeah. you, like we say that. I think that's very common too when we're speaking, we're using the word conscious. And as you were explaining, like conscious meaning being aware of the consequences of what you're doing, um, when it comes to being health conscious, it's the same thing, like conscious of what food you're eating or what activity you're doing. Is it going to help you be more healthy or is it going to in, uh, in some way um, hurt you? 
health wise. So yeah, it's a very commonly used word. So health conscious. Yeah. Yeah. It's very common. And I think that also I use it a lot when I'm teaching as well. Like I tell students that you have to um, make conscious decisions to use and practice your English and to create situations for yourself where you can literally speak. So you can be conscious of many things of your, of your um, health, of your reactions to things. You can be conscious of what you say. Uh, It just means that you're paying attention and you're aware basically, but it's a super common word and health conscious is a really, really common uh, use of this word as well. Yeah. Yeah, very true. Very true. All right. So the next one is sift through something. So um, I guess I can explain this one and then have you uh, give some examples. Sound Sounds good? good. All right. So to sift through something is also another very commonly used expression. The main word being sift. It just kind of means to like separate or remove kind of like you have a pile of something and you're trying to look through that pile of something to find something specific or to separate things based on certain categories. So let's say, for example, you have a pile of trash. (laughs) You want to find all of the plastic bottles. So you have to sift through or move through or kind of um, separate the different types of trash in order to find a bottle. So I don't know if you want to give another example related to sift through. Yeah, yeah. So sift through, um, it's also kind of like, like you said, it's separating things or sorting through things, like I would say. So Mm -hmm. yeah, you can, I think in the last episode, we talked about uh, when you throw things away. So Mm -hmm. when you throw plastic bottles or glass bottles or recyclable materials away, and if you don't separate them, then someone else has to sift through your trash and separate the things that you were supposed to separate. So that was the example that we gave. Um, But this is a really versatile expression because let's say that you're moving um, and you want to get rid of some of your old things or you want to get rid of your old clothes or if you're doing like spring cleaning, we say. Yeah. um, you it's you can sift through your closet like if you have a lot of clothes that are unworn um you're basically like looking through them sorting them into categories like okay these are the things i can wear these are the things i can donate these are the things that i can sell or whatever um so this is an example of sifting through also um if you have like a lot of papers as well like let's say on your in your office or on your desk you accumulate many documents and papers which i used to do um when i was teaching in institutes like i used to have a little cubby with like so many papers i don't know why because i had them on my computer but i just liked the papers and then i would end up like sifting through them to find one (laughs) specific thing which was ridiculous but yeah i used to sift through things on a regular basis um like my documents and my papers. Yeah, I think it's something we all, I feel like we all do it periodically. Like, I don't know, sometimes it seems like a quote unquote mindless task, but it also sometimes Mm -hmm. is very like therapeutic. Like, okay, let me just kind of take some time to just slowly go through these things to see what needs (laughs) to be done. Yeah, sometimes it can be a little bit therapeutic. (laughs) Sometimes, sometimes. I think for me, most of the time it's like, stressful it, it could be avoided like I shouldn't <laughs> be in a situation where I need to be sifting through things um but it happens it happens this is true this is true all right okay so you mentioned that there was a cubby at your previous office where you stored these papers right 
<laughs> yes. This leads us to the next word, designated, right? You like how I kind of connected that? Yeah? I like that. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> so like a designated place. So what does designated mean or designated place? What does that mean? Designated, a designated place is a specific place or area that's meant for a specific thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's the place for this thing. So this example, my cubby was my designated place for uh -huh. my papers, my folders, my books, whatever. It was just like a little cupboard, a small cupboard um, where I kept my stuff. So uh, designated means this person or this thing has been like assigned this role or this task. Like this yeah. is the person for this. This is the place for this. So designated, it's also really um, common for many situations, not just for a place. You can maybe give some other examples. I think that the way you broke it down for the definition, like a specific thing going to a specific place is a <laughs> very clear definition. I think for an example, I could also add, um, you know what? This actually reveals a little bit about my personality. So I'm very um, meticulous. Like I like things to be in certain places to the point where even if I'm in another state or like another, I can tell you exactly where one specific paper is, like what shelf under what book and what, like, it's wow. just the way my mind works. Like I'm very visual. So I don't necessarily forget where I've put something, but they're always in the same area. Like it's when you said that I looked, I'm like, wait a minute, everything on my desk has a certain <laughs> place. Now, I'm not, not going to show you. I'm not going to show you my current desk. <laughs> well, I mean, currently there's a lot going on on one part, but <laughs> but I think so. I'm not. It's interesting. I'm not OCD. Like I'm not like stressing on people. Like you must have. It's just. But for my stuff, it's e. Like things are in their place. It's not like don't move this. It's like okay, well, hey, let's just put. Like when my nieces come over, um, they usually what I do. Like behind me, there's a lot of open space in my office. When they come over, this entire space, there's papers, there's markers. I let them live their wonderful life. And then once the hours there are over, I say, okay, now let's put the things back where they were. So I, I'm not OCD, like, I'll let you enjoy yourself. But then mm -hmm. when it's time to clean up, there's a certain <laughs> spot for everything. <laughs> so. Yes. Yeah. You know, as you were saying that, like, I think that because because I gave um, the example of work, but I think for everyone in their house, everyone has like a designated place for something. So like even in your kitchen, if you think about your kitchen, yeah. you most likely have like a designated drawer for cutlery or a designated cupboard for your pots and pans. Yep. It's probably it's highly unlikely that like you have plates all over in different places yeah. like even if you're a messy person yeah. um chances are that you have designated drawers or cupboards or areas or compartments or containers for things in your kitchen um exactly. at least in your kitchen and probably in your bathroom as well so yeah, yeah i think everyone um can think of an example for this like just thinking about their own home yeah that's true that's very true that's very true yeah I actually have one more example for this. Um, it's really commonly used as a designated driver, like the word designated. Um, it's very, very common and you might hear it. And it's basically like if people are drinking, there's one person in the group who isn't drinking and this person drinking alcohol, this one person is the designated driver. So it's like their task and their purpose for that day is to drive. Um, so no one else is driving drunk. So designated driver is a common one as well. And in airports, uh, depending on the city or the country, there's like a designated smoking area in yep. many airports around the world where you can smoke in this specific area, but nowhere else. So 
Yeah. Great examples. Yeah, I forgot. That. Great examples. Yeah. Common. Very common. All right. We have one more, Julie. One more. Um, this one is climate change. Now we said it quite a few times in the last episode because we we're talking about environmental problems. So uh, I'll give the definition. And then if you'd yeah. like to give some examples. Um, so honestly, the easiest way to understand climate change, guys, it's like a, a long-term period where like the weather patterns um, kind of have started to change over a period of time. Like if I mentioned earlier in the previous episode that normally in winter, it's cold and there's a lot of snow in Maryland, but now things have changed. So it's kind of like there is a change that happened over a period of time to where that climate is different or the weather is different. So I gave an example of Maryland, but I don't know if you want to explain anything else. Yeah, yeah. I think there's um, the effects of climate change are different in every place. Like we were talking in the last episode about global warming, um, temperatures increasing, but like in Canada, I don't feel like that's the case. Like I feel like it's getting colder and the winter is much longer. So um, you can definitely see that climate change exists there, but I wouldn't necessarily say that it's getting warmer. Um, yeah. And even here in Dubai, like I had mentioned as well in the last episode about like cloud seeding and changes to the weather. So the climate has changed since I've been here yeah. um, in the last like five or six years. So yeah, it's, it's evident. I think yeah, it's different in every place, but I think it's, yeah, yeah. it's there. Very true. Yeah. My friend that lives in Canada, I was thinking you guys were experiencing the same thing. And she was like, nope, let me show you no. outside. It's snowing. No. A little bit different. No, so yeah. Not the same. <laughs> Good stuff. All right. So guys, we had carpooling, conscious, sift through, designated or designated place, and climate change. Now, Julie, you know what time it is. I know what time, what time it, is. it is. Yeah. So <laughs> would you like to go first, second, or together? I don't know. I like all of these options. I, I kind of liked what we did last time with, you know, we come up with the example together. Maybe we can do that one again. I like that. That was nice. Now, you can tell a story. Yeah. I will have to say that um, I have not created the song yet. Our agreement <laughs> last time was Tiff created a song. What happened okay. was the weekend, I did nothing but sleep. That's not really a valid excuse, but that's okay. <laughs> wow. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm I joking. get no, I get no understanding. No, no. I know you are. No mercy. No mercy. It would, take, it would take me like weeks to come up with a maybe not but i'm not a singer I'll, I'll try to think of a jingle for you but oh, okay. I, all right so you came with a jingle next time though maybe <laughs> no i got you i got you <laughs> okay so you said together yeah 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 okay so for those who are listening for the first time what we're going to do is again we taught you five words and expressions we're going to create a scenario together a kind of a creative thinking practice um uh, i guess uh, example and then we'll go back and forth and we'll go in order so again carpooling conscious sift through designated or designated place and climate change. And we'll go back and forth and make a scenario. And we're encouraging you guys to do the same. It's fun and it helps you remember the words and expressions. So Julie, would you like to go first or second? Uh, I can go first. All I right, let's first, do it. Maybe, yeah. All right. Okay, so um, yeah. So back home, uh, carpooling is quite a common practice. Because, yeah. you know what? It is a common practice um, in my state as well. 
Um, I think because people are really conscious of the environment and kind of like um, air pollution and the exhaust fumes that come out of cars. So people like to carpool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that mm-hmm was this perfect. Is true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, so carpooling is a common practice because people are conscious of the environment. Um, You know, maybe you can continue if you want. (laughs) Guys, this is a perfect example. Even as teachers, like creative thinking practices kind of stretches your brain sometimes. So um, stretches it. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking, yeah. I keep going with it or? You want to Maybe we can change the order. Let's just change the order a bit. Okay, we're gonna change the order. Just want to make okay. sure. Okay, go ahead. Okay. All right. So, we'll All right. so I'm gonna just we'll just change the order. Okay. So I'm gonna use another. So I'm gonna repeat this example for you guys so you can refresh your memory. Okay. Boom. So yep. carpooling mm-hmm. is a common practice in both America and Canada because people are conscious of the environment mm-hmm. and the government encourages people to carpool by creating a designated place for Mm -hmm. them to um, park their car or to drop off and pick up other passengers. You know what? But sometimes you have those crooks, you have those criminals, right? (laughs) That don't want to follow the rules of the land. And they decide to not go to the designated places and they end up getting lots of tickets. One such individual was a man named Brandon. Brandon got a lot of tickets, so many tickets that he had to start sifting through the tickets to see which one he needed to pay. You like how I did that? I like that. I like that. You're I like it. And, you know, Brandon learned his lesson after sifting through piles and piles of parking tickets. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he finally woke up and he became conscious of the effects of his actions and how he was contributing to climate change with all of his unnecessary driving. And he decided to actually start carpooling and parking in the right place, the nice. designated area. That one was tough. <laughs> that was a tougher one. Huh? It was a tougher one. But guys, again, you see all of the efforts your teachers are making because we care about you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I want to just say, like, we always encourage you guys to do the same thing. Um, But I I would also say that it's okay if you can't use all five. Again, like start with three, because it was really easy for us to use four of these. And one was a little tough to kind of put into this story. But um, you can even come up with five separate examples uh, or, um, again, try to connect them. But the point is just to try to use them. Um, and then you'll remember them much easier. Very true. Very true. Well, Julie, thank you again. I always enjoy our conversations. I hope you enjoyed it too. Very much so. Yes. (laughs) Good, good. (laughs) Well, we'll talk again soon. Have a great night. You too. Thanks. Bye. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, if you want to see video explanations for all of the words and expressions that were used in today's episode, all you have to do is join the Weekly English Words membership by going to www.weeklyenglishwords.com. Once again, that's www.weeklyenglishwords.com. This has been Teacher Tiffany with the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. 
Until next time, remember to speak English.